yo, yo, what's good, world? It's your boy Rob Clifton. Real talk, real views. Coming through with another episode, man. Shit, me and my man Clifton, we've been out here rolling over this road, man. This over the road trucking life, this team driving life. This fucking something else, man. Our boy's getting so much exposure. He learned it. Knocked out that, knocking out the maneuvers, man. Clifton, dog. What do you tell a new guy just about to hop on this road life, man? About the maneuvers. How to not give up? Tell him some of the things you went through, man, and how you overcoming it. I mean, well, first off, I just want to say for anybody who's new to the trucking industry, don't give up so soon. Just keep pushing forward. It's not, um, it, it is, it, it may feel like it's a lot of pressure, but, you know, the more you keep on crafting, um, getting better at it, the better it is. It just takes time to get better at a certain point, you know. Don't feel discouraged if you're not getting everything right at the first time. You know, that was the first thing I was doing. And it takes me some time to just get better. Like in school, they'll teach you the things and you'll get it right a few times. But when you outside of school and you're just dealing with real life in the, in the real world, you know, it's, it, it's it gets better at that point because you're just dealing with real life issues. So, you know, I feel like the, be- the more you get better at it, the, the better it is. It took me a good minute, you know, not going to lie, it took a good minute, but, you know, better than late than never, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, you know, not everybody's going to get it right on point on everything. And how I came up was a little different from a lot of people because we knew at the school, um, like most professional schools, they already have a job ready for you, you know, and they, they'll take, it takes a good minute, but it, in the school system, uh, but you know, you, you just get there in a, in a proper way. Unfortunately for me, I was like, um, like basically, uh, just just like got in with it, you know, with the paperwork and everything, and it just it just they just like threw me out in the world. Luckily, my boy Robin was there to you know to be patient with your boy and help your brother out to get better at these um, at the stuff. Hell yeah. And anybody that w- that's in the position that I was in, pay it forward, man. Don't just get ahead and not pay it forward. You have to. You have to bless somebody's life, man. That's the way the world just keeps um continues to be a, a a good place, man. We need good people to rise up. We need good people to not be stingy. Share, share the wealth, share the knowledge. Keep keeping it to yourself, like that's selfish as fuck. So when you do that, the energy of selfishness grows in this world, and then we want to be all surprised when. A lot of selfish shit keeps happening. Come on, everybody. We need to think. We need to think. All right, man. But, um, uh, man, we need to We're going to talk about a multitude of things. First of all, man, that whole... I'm going to talk about Will Smith, but I'm going to talk about something deep with it that, that comes with it. And that's just being a man in general, what it's like. Why is it so tough? Like, what, what, what do we do? Is there only one meaning to a man? Or as life continues, as life goes... Are more and more meanings added to it? Is there more things that's added to the definition of a man? You know, and me and Clifton we were talking about that. But, um, but before I get into that, you know, everybody's talking about the slap, uh, Will slapping Chris Rock and shit because of his little joke that he made about Jada and, and the bald head and not having hair or whatever. When I first saw that, the first thing that came to mind is it was an act. It wasn't real. Everybody's like, oh, shit, what the fuck? It was all an act. As a matter of fact, I think it was, I think it's a ritual. 
you know, that's that's what I think. You know, Hollywood is that sick. All right, because when I saw Will walk up there, Clifton, it just, he had a smile on his face, he slapped him, he smirked. Like, if somebody says a joke like that, I'm throwing a punch, I'm not slapping him in the face. So that right there was already like, all right, this, 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 there's some bullshit going on behind this. But then just to find out that Chris Rock was about to go on a com- comedy tour, um, Chris Rock and somebody else, and I forgot who the other person was, another successful comedian, um, and they weren't selling tickets fast enough. And so there was a publicity stunt that was made. Now people want to see Chris Rock because of what just happened to Chris Rock. You see how you see this magician game? And it worked. And it worked um, because all of a sudden, now all of the tickets, they, they, they fucking spike up the price and they're sold out. That's yeah, why they did I, what they fucking did. Uh, uh, I, I get your point. And it, it could be. It all could be a publicity stunt. This all could be a publicity stunt. All right? But, you know, on the other hand, you know, they already suspended Will from coming to the Oscars. Um, so... It's real. In my opinion, I still believe it's kind of real, but it is a, a good marketing tactic that they did. If it's if it's something that you know, if you know, if it's like really what you believe is like a ritual stunt, like you know, they're just putting a stunt, then yeah, I do believe so too. You know, it, it does look like it. A lot of people online is you know, it's not only you. So I, I don't disagree with you. A lot of people online are saying, hey, it looks a little too sketchy. Like you know, this is out of the blue. We'll do that. But when you look at the situation with the little life is going through, it kind of starting to make sense. Why would he do it? So I get it. You know, you will, people will get mad. If they care about somebody and somebody disrespected them, um, somebody who they care for and they, you know, like their significant other, that's something that I would do too. You know what I'm saying? I will protect the person because, you know, um, Jada, she's, She's sick. And, you know, despite the ups and downs that Will and Jada go through, Will, like, okay, I do believe Will kind of did the right thing. But at the same time, this is what, what I kind of dislike about Jada right now because I was all in it until Jada starts saying, oh, I never asked him to protect me. I don't need nobody to protect me. Will literally is putting his career on the line. He's putting his career on the line just to make sure he's protecting you. This is the type of shit that I, and this is a, a whole different um, subject. I agree with you, what you just said about what you just said, but this is a whole different story, uh, subject that a lot of guys and females, you know, females go through this nonsense too, but a lot of guys, most of all, um, they go through this nonsense where they do the most for the person, but the other person doesn't give back and return the same type of reciprocation, the same type of energy that they, you know, the person expects. And when Jada said that, oh, I never asked him to um, protect me, like that right there says, uh, it's a red flag. And listen, the man is 50 years old. I don't want to hear that, oh, you know, maybe he didn't know. Like for, for 50 years of your life, 365 days of the year, you telling me you don't know what's really going on? You're being played. You're being used. I don't give a fuck about the love shit because love is just feeling. You can hate me today or and then you probably might love me tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Because love comes and goes. You know what I'm saying? The, it's mm-hmm. just feelings. And I understand there might be unconditional love, but at what level? Jada is not even putting any effort into it. 
I've seen videos of Will explaining how much he cares about Jada, and he said that, you know, for her 40th birthday, he went all out. But to be honest with you, this nigga will have a, uh, a huge ego, and he's saying that he's doing an awful love, but that's a huge turn-off. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. when I mean by a huge turn-off, I'm talking about in general. I'm not talking about sexually. That's a huge turn-off, like, yo, you're doing too much. Oh, I'm doing this because, you know, you know, it's out of love. Like, no, like, nobody cares, you know? And that was, um, you know, and when I was watching the video, the grandma... Even his uh, his own daughter was looking at him like, bro, you, you sound lame as fuck. Because he's so passionate. Like, you know, nobody nobody cares. And that's just, this is what Jada is not, not interested in, bro, because that shit is, like, you know, all that shit you're doing it out of love is kind of like, it, it, it's a huge turnoff. You know what I'm saying? And some people will understand it. Some people won't understand it. But when you do too much, it's it, it, it's unnecessary, and people are not interested in these type of um, people like like you know people like Will he, because he tends to do too much and it's unnecessary. So he needs to learn how to control his emotions. That's one. The dude needs to learn how to control his emotions, and because every time when Jada doing dirty, he starts crying like a bitch, and I hate watching a grown man cry over something that like. You know, she don't. She really don't love him like that. She really don't love him like that. She don't see him like that, and that's something that I think people need to wake up and realize. Like I had to wake up and realize that. Like if I'm gonna continue down that path, because I was in the same situation with this Latino chick when I was trying to date her. I mean, I was dating her, but the, the love was not there anymore. It was dead, and at that point, it was her just using me. That shit is a pain in the ass for me to swallow. It was a hard pill to swallow, but I had to realize that, yo, that shit is dead. I could have been trapped, you know, still be broke, struggling, trying to make her happy when she's not even happy with me anymore. She don't see me like that no more. She don't find me attractive the same way anymore. And it just comes to realization to that. And a lot of people are having a hard time to, to see that because... You know, they still believe that that feeling is still there. Like, you know, stop trying to remember the good times and just move on with your life. And that's all I'm going to say. Because niggas like Will, like I used to be like that, and now I hate seeing those those type of dudes. I really do. Um, But, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that, bro. Yeah, because um, like, I, I hear everything that you said. And, 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 and you know me, not, not necessarily be devil's advocate, but... There's a lot of things that, because we were talking about this earlier when we was at IHOP, and um, and there were some things that I've noticed. Okay, so let's just go back. Let's turn back the clock. Okay, Will, Will, first of all, for some guys, think about it, Clifford, for the rappers, they sacrifice something in their life to get where they are. Some of them, they, you know, quote, unquote, they, they, they sell their souls, and some of them do. You can just tell because the interview that P. Diddy did after Biggie got killed, dark. He, anybody could tell you Diddy didn't even look normal. <laughs> he didn't look normal. And and I've learned this. This is Egyptian mythology. This goes back centuries, kid. In order for somebody to progress, somebody has to lose. <laughs> and the losing could be different kind of ways. In basketball, you lose a game. In uh, in in marriage, you lose a marriage. 
friendships, you might lose a friend, but but um but in this celebrity world, man, like 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 I was saying to to, to Clifton earlier, like this 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 is so much. But I'm gonna just try to um explain everything in some kind of order here. So Will Smith at eighteen gets the stardom light, gets the show Fresh Prince of Bel Air, gets on there, blows up and the thing is, he was himself on the show, Clifton. Will Smith, I believe that's his real name. Rappers have another kind of identity. You know, they, they don't tell, they don't put their name, they put their rap name on there. Do you know what I mean? So when they die, they kill the character. But the, but the real person, um, the real person is still alive, but they killed the character because the thing is, at some point, the character takes over your life. You have to play the character to keep the marketing up, the money up, and all that. And at 18, this is what I was telling Clifton, everybody, like, imagine this, you're 18, you broke as fuck, and then all of a sudden, you get on a show, your show blows up, now you're making millions. And you're 18, everywhere you go, motherfuckers want to take a picture with you, everybody, um, paparazzi following you, you can't say certain things anymore, all of a sudden, you're a celebrity. But you never asked for this. And this is what I was asking Clifton. I was like, where did that start? Everybody needs to ask themselves, how does this happen? How does somebody on TV just get famous? Is there some kind of spell that goes into it? Why do we treat them like like, um, like they're all that and they're just humans just like you and I? Why do we treat them like that? Why do we put them on such a high pedestal? Like, how did the TV do that to us? These are questions that we need to ask ourselves. How does the term celebrity even come about? Why are they celebrities? Why does everybody need to surround them when they see them? So many questions that you gotta ask yourself. But anyway, back to Will. Like I was telling Clifton, like Will probably got lost in that because at eighteen, all of this shit happened to him. The fuck, he didn't have the chance to figure out love, figure out women, figure out masculinity, figure out growth, and all that. In Egyptian times, they say a man really becomes a man at the age of thirty, right? At the age of 30. And they're not lying about that. Because at that point, all the women and men, you know, because there's women that do this too. You know, it's not only men. You want to get bachelorness out of your system. You want to get experimenting out of your system. You might want to try fucking a guy or fucking a woman. I'm talking about men doing shit to men and women doing shit to women. You want to do all this shit, threesome, this thumb, all this type of bullshit. You want to peg a guy, fuck him with a dildo, all kinds of shit. You want to do all that dumb shit. And then at some point out of your life, after you get all these stupid experiences out, now you get serious. But they will even have that opportunity. You in stardom, Clifton. They control your life start to finish. If Will did slap Chris Rock with that publicity stunt so he could, so he could sell out uh, seats and shit for his little fucking comedian tour, then Will try Will is trying to kill the character Will, but he's going to kill himself in the process because... There's no separation between Will Smith, the man, and Will Smith, the, the, the movie star. Because that's the same name. Like, that's what's fucking... That's, here's the spiritual thing that, that you, you know, that's, that's in this equation. Like, he can't get out of it. I really feel bad for him. He's in a bad situation. You know, on top of that, you leave your ex-wife... Because I remember hearing the story... For Jada, you crying on the table and all that, you were in love. But I think at some point, Clifton, I think Jada was in love too. I think Jada was in love too, but now she's denying it. 
Now, cause now she's making it seem like she never was. She's fucking lying. But if she was, but if she is lying about it, shame on her because now you made this man impregnate you. you you've had two kids with him. They're grown up. They're grown up kids. And the worst thing is to have two fucking kids that didn't come out of love or commitment. So, I would say not, not even like you said, Clifton. Love comes and goes. But I'm saying two people that were um, kids that come from two people that are committed to each other. Those kids will have great lives. That are committed to each other. I got so, this person's back day and night. But but go ahead, Clifton. So here's the thing. Uh, you, you, you have to understand, and like, as much as you want to believe it, at the end of the day, it's his responsibility. I don't feel bad for people who's like around the age of 50 because the mental capacity should know enough from the difference between. Um, like somebody's playing you or somebody's not playing you. Somebody who really loves you, and he's an actor, so he should know to read the the room. All right? That lovey-dovey shit, like, he should already know. She should be old enough to understand that. I don't care if he raised as a good boy. Because the way how I see it, how you talk about him, is as if he's like a good Christian boy. And, well, look, I mean, he's not, he's not sputting anything special. The dude, like... The dude should know by now. He's, he's, he's old enough to know and understand the difference between, you know, somebody who fuck with you and somebody who don't fuck with you. Jada don't really fuck with them. Jada always belittle him, okay? I've seen videos over and over again, and he could always leave the marriage anytime. He could always leave the marriage anytime, okay? Like... I, I, I don't... I don't... I don't like hearing the fact that she keep... Um, you know, he's... He's, um, you know, he's a victim to this shit. No, he knows. He's a grown-ass dude. He's a grown-ass dude. If the, if the love is not there, the love is not there. He's just a grown-ass dude. All right? Like, I, I'm not trying to, like, say that, oh, he's cursed or whatsoever. I don't know. Probably at the end of the day, he's a grown-ass dude. Okay? Like, that's it. Like, we all entitled to our own decisions. I have to deal with my own decisions and the, the decisions that I make. You know, there's things that I make mistakes and there's this decision I thought it was going to, things would work out, but it just didn't work out. And I have to live with that. Do I blame everybody else? Because, like, because that's what most people do. They always blame everybody else but themselves. They don't want to pick up on where they left off at. I don't feel bad for what once, not one did. I will never feel bad for somebody who's been, like, he's been dragged from, like times and times again and now this is another perfect example if he's not waking up and realizing that that's then then that's on him you have to laugh at misery sometimes because that's that's on him that's what he deserves that's what he gets yeah. that's um, on him like i don't feel bad for homies whatsoever you know they he he he's the, he's the issue then he's the issue do you are you expecting to hold a 50-year-old man, a grown 50-year-old man's hand every time there's some bullshit happens in his life? Like, no. He's grown enough to take care of that shit. I don't give a fuck about no... Like, at that point, if you're... Like, you have to be old enough to, like, to understand, like, reality from this lovey-dovey um, lifestyle. He probably might be one of those Christian men that, you know, still believe in God. I don't even know, but... Like you have to, you have to break through that fucking matrix and understand that this is some real life shit, and you letting people disrespect you. When you let people disrespect you, then that's on him. That's on him. 
and him trying to be like, like I said before, for anybody who's listening to this, you could be a man. There's no, there's no title to this. I think me and Robin talked about this. You could be a man of anything, you know what I'm saying? A protector or, you know, a, a gangster, whatever you want to call yourself, to uh, consider yourself as a man. You could be a man of anything. You know, there's no title to it, as you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, that's all I could say. But Will, on his situation, he is not the man when it comes to, and when it comes to the relationship department. All right, he could be the man when it when it comes to movie roles. He could be the man when it comes to protecting Jada. But at the end of the day, he's a bitch um, to everybody in this world when it comes to like the relationship issues like that. Jada is never ever came up and trying to defend him or support him when it comes down to this whole situation of him slapping um, Chris Rock. Like, even when somebody's fucked up in your family, but you love that person, the person, you know what I'm saying? You, you will have to back the person up. You just got to back up the person. Because regardless, the person will back up you when you end up making a mistake. Of course, you know, they will call each other out. Everybody will call each other out afterwards of the whole mess. But that's how it is. In prison, they taught you that. Like, you have to ride with your homie no matter what. When some bullshit happens, when shit hits the fans, you have to fight with your homie. Because... That's we all we got, you know what I'm saying? This is a logic, common logical sense. This is some something that people, like I learned when I was a kid, when I was a kid in middle school, that you have to have each other's back in bullshit, you know. So again, when it comes down to this whole Will Smith shit, you know, I, I, I'm not with the, I'm not giving this man a pass. He knew what he signed up for. She said it herself. She never wanted to get married with him. What he, what, where, where's the marriage at? He's still with her. He's still with her. So, I, you know, he's gonna suffer and let him suffer, because I've been, I've, I've seen this um before. My sister, she's mentally ill. She's a fucking problem in this fucking house, and, and where I live at. And I'm telling my mom, hey, listen, you're gonna die with her because I'm, I'm not gonna be here with you, forever with this bullshit. And what happened? She, on the other hand, like, no, man, that's my daughter. I love her. So she's still blind to the bullshit that's going on right, right in front of us. Love that's her life. She's going to live with that. People yep. like that, like Will, you know what I'm saying, are just like that. And you can't help them. You just have to be like, yo, you know what, fuck it. I don't give a fuck about you because you look like a clown and you will always be a clown. It took me a good minute to realize that. I've been called out from that bullshit before. You try to ride and die with something that's not even working for you. You thought it was gonna work for you, but it's not working for you. That's the mm-hmm. shit that like I, I don't get it. And then, you know, when people get mad that you actually start to, you know, move out of the that system, it is it, a it is it, a problem with that. But that's my two cents on that. Like when you realize you need to break through that system of, you know, keep on playing along with this mess. That's when you woken up. That's why what I consider that you woken up because you are on your own spiritual path, path in, in my own opinion. Because this is real life issues that everybody, you, me, everybody goes through. We all go through that. It's just that are you willing to take one step further to go move on with your life from the toxic stuff that you've been going through? And right now, I'm still doing going through that nonsense. I'm going through that nonsense myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, this Canadian chick, 
like, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I'm really like not in the mood to, you know, talk to homegirl at the moment. Having said what's up to her, but we spoke last night, and I still don't feel comfortable how some weird stuff is going on um, with her situation right now. But I, I, I'm, I'm keeping my distance from her. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I need to cut her off. But that's my own issue that I have to wake up and realize that I have to break through that fucking system, man. It's not mm-hmm. easy breaking people off. I, I get that point, all right? I'm going through it, too, but it, it it sucks when you have to do it. So that's my situation where uh, just to give you guys my perspective where I'm going through, I'm not perfect either. So, you know, I don't want you to think that I'm trying to, like, you know, make it seem like I know everything and what everybody goes through, but I could understand what Will Smith is going through. And well, a lot of other people in their lives going through. It's just that I can't bear with the situation where the person repeats it over and over again. This is the first situation I'm dealing with in Miss Canada, so I'm not cutting her off so soon. But at the same time, you know, it's the same thing over and over again, and I see the same patterns. And if I see the same situation going on again, I can't deal with that. I really can't. So that's my two cents um, about it. And um, Robin, I said so much already. Oh no, it's okay. I love it. I love it. I love it. I don't mind listening too. Sometimes, you know, I talk with a lot of energy, so I need to re-energize myself. <laughs> so I gotta listen to you so I get the energy back. But yo, man, but um, everything you said is uh, it, you 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 definitely have your points on it, man. Um, the you know, cause me, I was just breaking it down because cause I ain't gonna lie, it was like probably about. A year or two ago, women started waking up about things that women have been doing. And, you know, first of all, men were egotistical, and they never really spoke up about it. Now it's like this woke thing now, you know, with men calling out women for things that they do. They got to be careful on that, too, you know, because there's some things that women will always do, and we just have to just accept, you know what I mean? You can't change that. They're like how they can't say certain things about you being a man, wanting to be the one to die for your family, protect your family first. They, that's just a man thing, you know what I mean? There was something that you did say that was um that was very uh interesting, Clifton. You said that you could be a man of whatever you want, right? Um I wanted you to explain that a little bit more because I'm trying to understand what you mean. Um uh because I right, think so. I think uh the uh, just just before I let you go, Clifton, I feel that every year as you grow and and I think with everyone's life there's more and more things added to the meaning of what a man is, like a real true man. But at the end of the day, it depends on, like you said, what matrix are you in? It's just that, that's what it is. What matrix are you in? Some people really think that being a man is only being a provider. And it doesn't work like that. You can't just only be a provider. You have to be more than just a provider. You have to be a father. Maybe a husband if you want to get married. You know, a good, um, you, you have to be, uh, um, you have to be active. You got to be present. You have to be able to be a good communicator. Hear your wife out. Feel her needs. And not just think that, um, going into a relationship with all this bread. Because I see a lot of homeboys falling into this matrix. I need to get my bread up. I need to get my bread up. Now when you get your bread up, you open up a new door for new situations. Right? Because now, when you hollering at a woman now, is she going to be using you for money, or is she actually love you for who you are? 
versus if you holler at them and you don't have anything and then she sees you rise and y'all rise together, there's a mutual respect. There's a mutual appreciation. So she can't do that. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm trying to say is that as we grow, Cliff, and I feel like we add more to the meaning of the word man. We just add more and more and more and more. It's just it's constantly being defined and it's not not, not constantly being defined, but I wanna say it's it's growing. It's growing. Because Kevin Samuels opened it up, but you said I forgot those people that you said that have been doing that concept before Kevin Samuels and shame on Kevin Samuels for not shouting those people out. But there's a you know, there's been a lot of things that men have been going through silently behind closed doors that they were always scared to open up about because we were all taught that as men, you're not supposed to cry, you're not supposed to complain, you're not supposed to show your real emotions, you're not supposed to be lovey. But the thing is, for a man to truly be a man, you know what I'm saying? Um, Lost to a Superior Man, that book will change your life. I'm going to get the author's name and uh, and, and I will promote that book because that, that's a, a, a fucking damn good book. Lost to a Superior Man, like I recommend men read this book because yo um it's so important that you get the right content in your mind and your spirit your soul but it's just your mentality you know what i mean because you you just you just have to know but um but real talk though man clifton like um we add our own meanings to it with everything that we go through in our life and i know that that will first of all just what, what he's going through right now like, she doesn't have his back. Yeah, she doesn't. And I know you're saying Will could leave, but he hasn't. But Clifton, you got to stay the same. You got to hold Jada accountable, too, because she hasn't left him either. Gotta, you, something's going on here. Why you haven't left him? Why haven't you left her? Are you guys really going through this? Or is this really an act? I'm a little confused. I'm confused on that whole situation. It's just confusion. That's that Mason shit. Confusion. <laughs> Just confused, 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 and it's just a rabbit hole where you're just like, dog, mentally it's going to get me crazy. But like you were saying, what you got going on with Miss Canada, and you told me a little bit about it, and, and I'm seeing you and I'm watching you grow out of it. You know, you read the book called Mr. No More Mr. Nice Guy. You're going through this. A lot of men have got caught up in that spell. Will is in that spell, and he needs to get out of it. And you'd be surprised, kid. As a celebrity, you can't spot yourself with normal people like you and I. Why? Because think about it. Now you're a target. They don't even want to put you in that position. They want to put you in that danger. You know what I mean? Like, they don't want people to be around you with cameras and shit, and you're on TV. You didn't ask to be on TV. You know what I mean? Like, it's really probably hard for Will, man. It's probably hard for him, but yeah, you're right. He needs to break out of that matrix. He needs to break out of that matrix. But Clifton... I really want to hear what you have to say on how could you just be a man of one thing? I just, I want to understand that. Where does that thought process comes from? Because I need to understand what, you, what you're coming from. In my personal opinion, is you, I mean, it's up to you. If you want to put all that being a man in one thing, that's on you. Because defining a man is what a man is is um, basically labeling yourself. I already talked about 
the the box when you put yourself in one box just because you put all of the certain um information about it like a good moral Christian. Oh, a Christian has to be this and that. A Christian is this and that. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. look, biologically, I'm just gonna stick with the same old thing at this point. Um, because if you're a man, then you was born with a dick and balls. That's it. You know what I'm saying? That's basically it. Like at that point, if you're providing and you, you know, saying that, yeah, that could be a man. If you're a killer, I mean, a soldier that may not have kids and family, but he's kill. He's you know, he's out there killing people. You know, a man. Uh, that's the like to me. That's top tier prime alpha male right there, you know, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of definitions out there, and then, you, like you said, you're right, there's a lot of more people implementing more of a meaning of a man, but, you know, again, when you put yourself in that certain box of trying to be that person that they, the, you know, the society labels what you, what you are, then you're not who you really are. You, you know, you're, you're what society telling you to be, okay? Because what if the next right. day they say, yo, a man is um, a sports, uh, you know, anybody who's, uh, anybody who's playing professional sports as a man is a man. Anybody else is not a man. You know what I'm saying? What if they switch that up? So, like, you don't, I don't, I don't want people to follow the rules of, you know, what society got in front of you, you know what I'm saying? Because that that's what leads to the the destruction of, like, you know what it is to be a man. Like honestly, it's 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 a L in my opinion. Um, I understand. So, what you're now. I get it. So again, you know, honestly, to me, I believe, you know, being a man is what makes you proud to be one. That's that's at this point. You know what I'm saying? You out there helping the family? That's a plus. You're out there doing what you need to do on your financial gain and you focus on your goal, that's a plus. If you're out there do what needs to be done to take care of an issue and execute it, that is the man to me, you know. Um, you know, I, and that's my own definition. Would that defy how you just label as a man? No, I, I, it doesn't make you less than a man or any whatsoever. I, 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 I humbly respect the, the, you know, this whole... Um, people seeing it, um, saying like what man to be. Just do what you what you need to do that makes you the best person that needs to be. Even for women, you know what I'm saying. What labels women? What needs to be? A, you know what woman is. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. yeah, that's the only thing I can say about that. Oh, okay, man. Yeah, Clifton, I get it. Now that you explain that, I get it. I get it. Not to keep yourself trapped in a box. And um, just to add clarification of what I was saying, kid, it's just. Um, all my life experiences shaped me up to 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 see okay uh th- this is another thing like that I have to work on as uh as, as a man you know like one 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 thing and the book is named the way of a superior man my bad I said the laws of a superior man but the waves of of the superior man this book is is um authored by a guy named uh uh David Dita David uh, David Dita, I recommend that. Yeah, David Dita, I have to recommend this book to all my men to read. Um, I'm even open to yo, even women can read the suit, man, um, because this shit is real. You know, one of the things that he talks about is the the mission. 
and and I think that's what you're that's what you basically explained right there, Clifton. Is just staying focused on the mission, because when you stay focused on the mission, you're always a man. Yeah, period. You know, you don't put yourself in no box because you're doing what makes you a man, what defines you as a man, what keeps you happy as a man, right? Um, instead yeah. of just saying, society said, this is what I need to do to be a man. And I think now a lot of men are, well, some men are breaking out of the matrix, but there's some men that low-key with their own content, they're still promoting the matrix in a way. You know, there's a lot of guys, they really think they're just defined by money, kid. A piece of paper that they're printing out every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you get caught up in that, you, ooh, oh, you, you deep. Deep in the yeah, I, I yeah. would say, yeah, define yourself getting caught up by the paper, but, you know, there are not a lot of people, look, I, I can't speak for everybody um, on that situation, but, you know, don't get caught up in it because you lose yourself, you know what I'm saying? You know, you forgot who you, who you, who you be, but that's all I can say. That's all I can but David... Say. But David Dita, he broke, broke broke it down really good. You know, shout out to you, Clifton, for promoting this book, telling me to read it too. Um, for real though, man, it's uh, um, every every man has a mission, and when until that man finds that mission, he's gonna be he's not gonna necessarily be fulfilled. And I ask every guy, every man, or even woman, it doesn't even matter, that's listening to this podcast right now. What's your mission? Ask yourself, what's your mission? Do you even know what that is? Because when you don't know what that is, you will never be happy, no matter what. Like, you could be making a whole bunch of money, but you don't know what your mission is. That money won't mean nothing. You know, you got to know what your mission is. I told Clifton one of my missions is to, is definitely being able to provide and take care of my family. My wife, my kids, my mom, my dad, brother and sister. You know, um, that's one of my missions. Because if I can always take care of them, I can always take care of the good people in my life, like like Clifton, like Andy, like Batman, um, um, my cousins Junior, you know, like um, all these guys that are that are in my circle. Like I can always help them out if they need me, and that's the one of the reasons why I've always wanted to have money, not so I could be fucking bragging like, oh, I'm the top greatest shit in the world because I got all this money. No, it's just what I can do with it and and what I like to do with it is good shit, good things. When you go to a damn restaurant and you have an amazing waitress or you got an amazing waiter and they've been taking care of you and you can actually just tip them cash because when you tip them hard, a good chunk of percentage of that money goes away because of, you know, companies get charged for people using cards. I'll never forget when I tipped a woman $20, man, a waitress in uh, Houston. Lady gave me a big hug. She was so happy because yo, that's the kind of love you gotta give people, man. Don't just keep all the money to yourself. Don't be selfish. Don't be selfish, man. Do good things with money. But if you're a piece of shit, then you're gonna do bigger. You gonna do even worse shit when you have money. You're just gonna expose the motherfucker for who you are. You know what I'm saying? But uh, but yeah, but yeah, clipping though. But back to 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 being a man. A man is so many things. And you can't just limit it to one because you always want to advance. You always want to progress. You don't want to be perfect. You don't want to be a perfectionist, but you want to progress. You want to progress as a man. You want to learn something new. And and you know when the ancestors and the and, and the ancestors have said that, dog. They have said that um, in order to to live longer, 
You have to learn something new every day, which means that reading is important. It means that learning something new is important. It means that living with a purpose, living with a living with a reason and knowing why you're on this earth is so vital because it keeps you yeah, living. I just also want to say don't live for anybody else but yourself though. Yeah. Real real talk. Real talk. I only know how to be Robin. I only know how to be a a funny guy, bring my crazy sense of humor and the crazy things that I say into conversations. Do you know what that is for you? What do you do on a regular basis that people just love about you? Have you paid attention to that? Or are you the walking dead? I've said that shit so many times on this podcast. Do not be a part of the walking dead. They make a whole fucking show about it, and you don't know that they're talking about you. They're talking about you, and you sit there, and you watch marathons of it. You binge-watch that shit. You know what I mean? I'm not the guy who watches that. I've never liked that show because I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this all about? And then when I understood it, I was like, oh, that's what it's all about. They're, they're making fun of everybody that's stuck in life. I think it's funny. They're talking about us and our mentalities. They're talking about everybody that just thinks if you work a job, you'll actually get the lifestyle you want, but now you're stuck. You're thinking you're going to get the raise, but you're stuck. Walmart just gave a raise to all their, their CDL drivers by like 7%. They're getting paid executive levels, but still, even that, that's, that's good money for somebody. The thing is... Everybody has a different meaning when it comes to good money. What what does good money mean to me? For me, good money is over two hundred. To me, is over two hundred thousand dollars a year. That's that's what good money is to me. That's what I think it is. You know, but for somebody else, it might just be a hundred thousand. It might be ninety thousand. It just depends on where they're trying to live, what they're trying to do. But the thing is, they need to be the ones to speak that over their life. You know, um, and you know, now to um, just to 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 put a, a nail on the coffin with this whole. Um, Will Smith thing, for all my guys out there, if you are in a similar situation like Will, leave that woman, man. Um, if that's really you, if you guys are really going through that, leave that woman. Don't stay stuck. Don't be miserable. Don't have kids with someone that you don't even love or you see a future with. Do not just, don't, don't do that. We need to cut that out. Um, in every community, you know what I'm saying? My black community, we need to cut that shit out. Quit having kids with people that you don't you know, that you're not committed to, that you don't even see a future with. Stop doing that. That's not fair to the child that you bring into the world. Knowing that that child didn't come out of love, that child came out of just two motherfuckers that were just curious and what, oh, what her cum feels like, what his cum feels like. Don't do that. Respect what you create. Respect what you create, man. Because that's your personal responsibility when that child comes out. Have fun explaining that shit. Oh, then, Ma, why did, why, did, why did you and my dad make it if you guys hate each other and all this and that? Oh, we were just horny. You think a fucking kid wants to hear that shit? Nobody does. Come on, man. We need to cut that shit out. We need to cut that shit out, man. Um, yeah, and, and Jada, you can't knock, like, if, if, if any man protects you, like any woman, like that, that that saw what Jada said, like Clifton said, man, like um, like uh, like we cannot, we cannot like follow Jada's footsteps. Like it's just not gonna work. It's just, it's just, it's just not gonna work. You cannot knock any man for protecting you. As a matter of fact, you praise the man that protects you. You know what I mean? Because that's your man, like all day. Would she have said something like that if her father protected her? No. You know what I mean? So it's not gonna work. No, it's just, it's just it's just not gonna work, man. But uh, 
But now, dog, let's uh, let's uh, let's keep on, let's keep on moving now and uh, moving on. So, um, a couple a couple years ago, I lost a friend. Not 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 a couple years ago. Was it? Was it last last year? Yeah, last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was last year. Last year, I lost a friend. Um, we both went to trucking school together. Um, my boy, my boy, say, um, rest in paradise, my nigga. You cool ass dude, always, forever. Um, I, I wanted to say, I want to talk to the, the people right now who have lost somebody. I want to talk to the people that have lost somebody, man. Like, um, when you lose somebody, what I what I found out what what works is you constantly talk to them. You constantly keep saying their name and, and and keeping them living in your heart and your mind and your soul. And what happens is when you do that consistently, I have a song that I listen to that reminds me of him. And every time I listen to that song, I just think about him. And um and um it, it, and and what started happening was that was that um I felt like he was watching me, and I really felt like it. But when it got realer was when I saw him in my dream a few days ago that I had. We were talking. He was, we were walking in a mall, and, and I saw that he grew his hair out. He's growing his hair out. And it's so funny. I'm growing my hair out, too. And I'm like, yo, you growing the braids, man. And he just, he just laughed. He just laughed. And, and I asked him. I was like, yo, man, I really really miss you, man. I, re- I really do. I, I wish you were still here. It's not the same without you. And um, and he said, you know, and he smiled again. And that was the last thing that he said. Um, but just seeing him and seeing that he was in good spirits, it, it just made me be at peace with him. Made me be at peace with him. Um, when you, when you, when you become a spiritual person, man, it's what what an amazing gift it is because just to be able to connect with people that are no longer here but, but you can still feel their wisdom you can still feel their protection it's just it's the great it's the greatest thing man it's the greatest thing so who would have thought listening to music that remind you of him thinking about it and even some of the songs that make some of there's another song that I listen to um and it's by stan bush it's called on my own um and i got it from Bloodsport because i love that movie by uh jean-claude van damme um, I listened to it, and when I listened to the song on my own, it brought tears to my eyes, and it made me think about, um, it made me think about, say, and, uh, and, and I'm just like, man, dog, this is crazy, because the death hit me, Clifton, it got me out of a matrix that I was stuck in, you know? What kind of matrix were you stuck in? <laughs> man, I really think, honestly, I might have been taking amazing people for granted um when he died it hit differently i've had people die around me kid but when he died something changed man like i'm not i don't take nobody's time for granted anymore like i don't even think my emergencies are so big anymore now because of him passing away it got me stronger but death when you're when you have a heart string with somebody it's gonna get you stronger whether you like it or not it is gonna get you stronger it doesn't get you weaker, it gets you stronger. And uh the, like I said, the matrix that I was stuck in was I might have been taking people for granted. Um 
I I I would like I I know that's what it was. It was just taking people for granted because when I lost him, I could never take anybody for granted. Um and and another thing that it did to to me, Clifton, is I appreciate time more. You think you have all the time in the world, but you don't. You don't know when your time is up. But what are you doing until that time comes? Are you being effective with your time? Or are you still doing the same dumb shit over and over? Thinking that you have all day, all the years to turn things around. What are you doing? I mean, yeah, that's that's a good question. Um, the only thing I could say about, you know, this type of situation is that, you know, not everybody have the same mindset of, you know, being passionate about other people. It's, it's, I wish people was just like how you were, you know, care for others, but, you know, holding on to people, you know, as much as you can, at some point, it's just how life is, you know what I'm saying? Um, that NFL player that lost his life, I don't know if you, you, you're the person who told me about that, that Steelers quarterback, 25 years old, I think. Dwayne Haskins, yeah. Dwayne Haskins, he lost his life. Yeah, it, it, that was a huge blow for, you know, for a young star and his family. But you know what? I've come to realizations that life will go on. Like, they'll be all right. You know, people are destined for a certain time. You know, we, we can't we can't change their destiny. What we want them to do is be happy uh, for the time that they have in this world as much as we can. But, you know... You, you, you can only do so much. You can only do so much. You know what I'm saying? Um, I remember you told me about, and I hope you don't feel um, like discomfort for saying this, but I remember you told me about your situation, how every time you try to get back to Miami, you know, and you told one of your family members that, and your family members, you know, end up dying. They, they end up dying. And, you know, I know that's some personal stuff. And I can't say much because I lost a family member that's from New Jersey from this quote-unquote COVID situation, which still to this day, I believe they let her pass away. But that's another story. But the thing is, I'm just saying is that you right, get, you know, do the best you can, you know, to be there around your family members. But, you know, like talk to them, communicate with them, be, you know, very humble around those people who, you know, because you, you like you said, you never know. Um, only thing you could do is just be very happy that you you was in their life, and at that and also be happy that you know at that time when it was alive, y'all was still on a good term. You know what I'm saying? I hate being on bad terms with certain people, especially when they pass away, because you know it, it just leaves a, a, a huge doubt in your head. Like I wish I said this and that. You know, those are the people who have to be stuck with that shit with the rest of their lives, you know? That whole situation with Bernie Mac and Steve Harvey beefing with each other. Um, mm-hmm. And then Bernie Mac, you know, Steve Harvey felt bad. He spoke with the family. The family said, it's okay. Um, the beef wasn't that serious. But I know deep down inside, Steve Harvey regrets how the beef between Bernie Mac and him went down. He didn't want this to happen like that. But he could have to live with that, knowing that they were beefing at that time when that shit had that went left, you know? There's a lot of people who have to deal with that. But if you already know you're in good terms, 
with, with people and, you know, unexpectedly they pass away, at least you know you're in good terms. You can sleep in peace. You can still sleep in peace um, knowing that, you know what, at that time, at that moment, we were in good terms. Nothing was crazy. I wish I could have said goodbye, but deep down, you know, they would have felt the same way if you was in the other shoes. They just, the love will still be there, you know. I feel like when you're in good terms with a person, at that time, it's best to be in that because that shit will hurt. That's my only two cents about that situation. Yeah. No, you're right, Clifton. I, I like how you said that, man. Like, if you, um, at some point, it's just, when you came to the realization that that's life, it is life. Maybe that was his dream to, to him coming into my dream, Clifton, was to tell me, hey, let it go, man. I'm good. I'm in a good spot. You, 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 you good. Should I stop thinking about him at that point? Or should I continue doing what I'm doing? I mean, you, you're, you're just letting him know, hey, man, everything's all right. I think he's letting you know everything's all right at that point. But, oh, my God, it's scratching hard. Anyway, I think, you, you know, you, you, you're, he's letting you know you're in good hands because you always have good, positive thinking about that situation. So, in a way, it's not a, it's not a bad thing. I think, I think you're, uh, I'm glad that you're, on, you know, you're on top of that, like, you know, showing that you, you have love and good care for the people that's in, in your life. I don't think it's a bad thing at all. I see it as a good thing, honestly, in my personal opinion. I really do. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, man, it's a, life is interesting, kid. Just the things that you grow and you learn and you start figuring out, man. No, man, but life is too short, dog. Like, if, uh, like, like, people shouldn't get so mad, like, when, when it comes to, to, to money and, like, don't, because who knows what Bernie Mac and, and, uh, and Steve Harvey were beefing over, man. Sometimes beef isn't worth it, especially if the guy's gonna die within a month of this beef. Like, it's just not worth it, man. It's just not worth it. But, man. Yes, yeah, I, hold on. I just wanna say, the, the situation is, uh, like I said, the, the same situation is, is that if you go through the nonsense of, you know, beefing with um, somebody and, you know, it wasn't that serious because it was based on the emotions, that's when you know you're going to have regrets later on. You're going to have regrets later on because it wasn't that serious. But, like I said, that's what um, Steve Harvey, he's going to have to live with that for the rest of his life because he's now saying that it wasn't that serious but why y'all was at, like not talking to each other, like you know what I'm saying? And then when he passed away, that's when you regret it, you know. So uh-huh. it is what it is. Yeah, for real, man. Um, I learned a lot from you, kid. Um, it's it's it's, it's, it's good learning from you, man, because you see things from a different angle sometimes that I don't see it, and 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 I just elevate all the time, man. But. Yo, man, this this was a fucking great podcast. Hope a lot of people got a, a lot out of it, man. Know that you're not alone. Make it a personal grow um goal, goal to just grow every day, man. Learn something new every day. Don't be stuck. Don't be stuck. Get out of that matrix. Get out of that matrix that you've been stuck in. Break free. Break free. Break free. Because when you do, the kind of happiness that you get, the, the doors that you open, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. But everybody, dog, another level, uh, another episode of Real Talk Roof uses in the books. Y'all all enjoy the rest of y'all weekend. Until, until we meet again, peace.